than the missing. He's the fifth one now. Wait, yes, how old is um is Kirk again? Um, I don't know if you remember the party that we threw for him. No, <laughs> it was his fifth birthday. It was a rager. I was trapped. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, welcome to Professional Friends, everyone. Woo-hoo! Woo! <laughs> oh, yes, the switcheroo just messed everyone up for like a second. <laughs> I'm Carolina Hidalgo. <laughs> and that guy over there who's laughing is Calvin Cato. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, I am older than five years old. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Calvin, which is, I think, soon. I don't know. I'm not a great friend when it comes to birthdays. <laughs> Apparently. <It's... laughs> I want to say it's like in August. And that's um... Anna Paratori. Yay! Was it right? <laughs> no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. John Bivacqua, when is Calvin's birthday? Today, every day, tomorrow. Is that right? Calvin? Every day is close. <laughs> <laughs> when is your birthday, Calvin? It is in June. Oh, okay. Anna so, was so close. She was the I closest. Yeah. <laughs> My birthday's in August. I think Anna's birthday is, it's a summer month. Mm. Uh, maybe June as well. <laughs> July. Still Calvin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> August. There's only three months. <laughs> John, did you say every day tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you know that that's from a Shakespearean play? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I love that play by Shakespeare. <laughs> it's called The Merchant of tomorrow <laughs> that's close it's from much ado about nothing but i had that line and i always thought it was like the most nothing line because someone's like when are you married lady and i'm like every day tomorrow and by like the end of the production every day tomorrow was like a showstopper i was like singing it i was like ethel murmuring it. <laughs> <laughs> i loved every day tomorrow like first i was like what the fuck do i do with every day tomorrow and then i was like you just need to sing it i mean i don't know if i was directed that way i don't think i was at all <laughs> <laughs> who were you in the in the play she was shakespeare I, didn't you hear i was shakespeare, <laughs> <laughs> I was shakespeare jr um, no i was the young virgin Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a pointed silence. <laughs> wow, who, who did the casting? They actually said, we're going to change it up. We're doing a little something uh, crazy with uh, casting you as hero. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, like, you're going to be like a spunkier hero, like a hero no one's seen before. Her name was Hero, by the way. Um, you know, I guess it just meant it was still the same role, but I had a lower registered voice. Right. (laughs) So that's like them, like color, like being like, "Oh, let's shake up some Shakespeare." (laughs) (laughs) So um, Calvin and I earlier were discussing irrational fears, weren't we, Calvin? In the sense that you know we're always talking randomly about irrational fears, (laughs) right? Oh yeah, totally. Every Every day, day, tomorrow. I mean, you know, we all have them, right? Like, uh, Carolina, what's, uh, what is an irrational fear of yours? Mine is not irrational because I do think my plane will fall to the ground one day when I'm on <laughs> oh, it. And I don't think there's... It's, not a ra- it's a rational fear and no one believes me. 
that's what I that, uh, that's mine I guess you could say but you know statistically you're more likely to die in a car accident though yes that is so true that is so true um and somehow I'm not afraid of dying in a car accident it's just in a plane <laughs> Uh, which is weird because on a plane you get you know you get to see the, a movie you know you you get to see Deborah mm-hmm. Winger uh, and while you drink a she's on your flight yeah 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 well, she's on the screen while you drink like a Bloody Mary and somebody brings food to you and you're up in the clouds it it would be like a perfect heaven for me except that I think I'm going to die at every moment um, and so yes mm-hmm. I am afraid of flying I'm afraid of heights I I, I get the vertigo I get oh. dizziness. I'm afraid of heights too yeah i get so super dizzy uh and so it's just it's because man wasn't meant to do that but but we still do it because it's still fun <laughs> i guess and it gets us places uh, and, and deborah deborah winger is your pilot yeah. i'm so confused <laughs> about this fever dream you have i mean i i hope one day carolina you can be so successful that you can only take a boat you yeah know? i think that's when you've made it <laughs> that is probably how I will die. I also feel like we buried the lead in that how rich is Carolina that she's like, I got a Bloody Mary on the plane and a full meal on the plane. Yeah, like it does not sound like Spirit or Frontier, which Calvin <laughs> right. and I No, I didn't realize we were on Richard Branson's jet and you're afraid of... With Deborah Winger, that's why she kept mentioning her. She's always jet-setting with Deborah Winger. I love that my Comfort Plus seat on Delta is very bougie to my friends. Calvin Comfort and I are plus. taking the bus, okay? <laughs> we'll be there in three days. Seriously, uh, we got a pack of stale peanuts. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, we should have been more afraid to take the bus because you remember back in like the early aughts, there was a time where uh, the Feng Hua, the Chinatown buses, actually oh. just spontaneously combusted. Oh right! Yeah, yeah. But I, I think it was the drugs they had over the engine. I don't think it was <laughs> as spontaneous as you think it was. I think those buses have been kicking around since the '80s, and they were just taking bets. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Well, I mean, they were also like insanely cheap because I remember it would be like it's only fifteen to twenty dollars to go from New York to Boston, and they're like insane. flying down the runway, runway, the highway <laughs> <laughs> into the air. We're going to Connecticut, Connecticut, Massachusetts on the freeway. Um, thank you for letting me do that, guys. Every day that tomorrow. But I would gamble my life away for $30 willingly <laughs> in my early yeah. 20s. I was like, and you got there like in three and a half hours. Yeah, because they were going like 150 going miles an hour. And they, they were, were like... also on drugs. So <laughs> they were on cocaine. So, <laughs> All right. Who, el- who else has an irrational fear? Anna, what's uh, your irrational fear? Oh, um, so I guess it's like more of a phobia. Um I do not like the touch or feel of cotton. The fabric what? of our lives. The fabric mm-hmm. of our lives. But more, but more in its purest form. I don't like it in a ball. I don't like so, it. In... So you don't like uncut cotton, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it uncut. If you were to, if if a sheep would walk by you, would you like? <laughs> what would you do? To, would you serve it, or would you tell them to get out of your establishment? Um. Like I say, I don't discriminate. Um, <laughs> lamb, sheep, 
I I can't remember last time I was at a petting zoo, so I don't remember the aversion I might have had to uh, like a a little sheep. But also, like their fur usually is like pretty like unkept. Like there's a lot of like urine up in there, um, so there might be another reason I'm not touching the sheep. But mostly, it's like when I'm taking out the cotton ball that covers uh, the vitamins. Yeah. That oh, is a nightmare. Why though? What is it about the cotton ball? It makes me feel like you know, like it's like nails on chalk, like teeth teeth grinding. Like it's oh. like I can do it, I can do it, but it's actively discomfortable. I'm like, uh, uncomfortable. Right? Discomfortable. It's uh, both Discom- discomforting. Yeah. Okay. I get it. It's I get it. Every day tomorrow. <laughs> I hate touching velvet when people are like, "Oh, touch this! It's so soft." I, 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 I can't stand it. I, I want to dip my hand Why? into like water, cold water. What's wrong with velvet? Because it's too soft. So maybe that's kind of close to what Anna's going <laughs> too through. Soft. It's no, just too please. much. I can't. I can't. Like my ha- my wow. my hands it's are like too luxurious. Out. It's it's like it's ugh, like I don't like. Ugh. What about you, Calvin? I don't like touching chalkboards. Actually, when you mentioned that, like my all my hair stood up on end. Like ugh, I just there's something that, like the texture of chalk on a board that makes me feel so icky and ugh. It's oh, very that's, traumatic, that's guys. Fair. I think that's like a very normal one. The chalkboard one. And people don't like the noise associated. So maybe there's like a bit of fear that's just instilled when you see the chalkboard because you know there's the sound. You know, yeah. the anticipation of the sound. Yes. Um, it's like a negative ASMR. Like it's very like, <laughs> Yeah, anti-ASMR was chalkboard. <laughs> we, we somehow delved into things that are annoy us as opposed to irrational fears. <laughs> no, the cotton ball situation, like if you, if someone was with me, I would ask them to do it for me. Wow. What about Q-tips? I'm okay with that. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's a very specific thing. I also don't like the little, um... Like back in the '90s, when they were really pushing like makeup remover with those flat kind of cotton balls, can't use those. Ah. <laughs> Do you, are you fun at parties or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what parties am I going to? Like Mary Kay parties? <laughs> Maybe at a Mary Kay party, I wouldn't be very fun. I'd be like, uh, can I use my finger? Is that okay? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think about. I'm. I guess heights. Yeah, we can go back to heights. I, I was afraid of heights. <laughs> I think it's a. But what you're describing is a texture issue. I do yeah. think a lot of people have irrational feelings about textures, which I don't really find any texture, any one texture that <laughs> scary. But there are a lot of people who are like, even with food, I think a lot of it has to do with food, too, which probably has a, yeah. it's like a childhood trauma issue where you're, it's like your mom made you eat something once. And uh. Now, I have friends who are like, I, I can't uh, be around mayonnaise. I can't even look at it. Yeah, I can't Ugh. see the texture, and it's, I'm like, Whoa. it's evolutionary. It, it's supposed to like tell us like what is danger or something. Like if someone cuts an onion weird and it looks like it has all these like weird, you know, I don't know, lines going in and out when you cut it weird, it kind of grosses me out, and I have to throw it out. And that's really irrational. And it, it's a perfectly good tomato, but for some reason, I look I at it. I thought it was an onion. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, wasn't it an onion? Continuity <laughs> issues, Carolina. Did I say onion? <laughs> I meant tomato. Yeah, you did. 
Are you? But wait, what are you scared of? The onion or the tomato? It became a tomato. It's terrifying. <laughs> the tomato. It's the tomato. Onion. That's onion. The the red onion. Yes, the tomato. It's where where <laughs> if you cut something weird and it looks weird, it it freaks me out, and I have to like throw it away or hide it underneath something because I I Ooh, will. That's worse with tomatoes. You shouldn't be hiding them places. <laughs> <laughs> There's but, tomatoes all over her apartment. I'm just saying it's an, it might be an evol- evolutionary thing, right? I'm, I'm guessing because that's the thing that keeps us alive is like not to eat those berries or something about yeah. Blue I mean, Lagoon. That's a convenient way to say it's not weird that you're hiding tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I, I'll just put like a paper towel over it. Or if you want, and I can put lots of cotton balls over it and then no oh. one will touch it. <laughs> I mean, maybe we or, could get what if you put an what if you put an onion over the tomato? Is that better or no? That might be better, but I'll still think about it though, and it will still uh, bother it's a tomato, me. Tomato, it's a tomato issue, right? Only tomato, or just anything you cut in a way that you don't deem satisfactory? Onions, onions as well. <laughs> that looks uh, that looks really strange. That that has a bunch of like weird ridges to it. It's hard to explain, but for some reason, I just can't handle it. I don't know why, and it's it's kind of a new thing. I I think, or at least I started noticing it as an irrational fear. But for some reason, my brain says no, Carly. That's that's poison. Do you poison. think in in this pandemic, instead of taking up candle making this is what you decided to <laughs> yes. do <laughs> yes this might be a part of it and this is why i go to therapy every week because it's like okay carolina now try picking up the tomato you know and then we go week by week on that but i don't know it I, you guys were just talking about cotton and and and, and mayonnaise i i thought that we'd all uh you know, no i'm just this is just weird into your psyche right there uh, <laughs> just for the record carolina you started mentioning mayonnaise i just want to put that out there that i, I love mayonnaise off. I started mentioning mayonnaise. She started mentioning onions that turn into tomatoes. <laughs> that is true. I started to think my fears are just more nor- not. No, excuse me. I shouldn't say that. Wow. I think that my fears are more. Wow. Are- Were you going to say normal? <laughs> no, I would say, I mean, I guess that they're more societally accepted, which is, you know, not okay per se. There's deviations on the theme. I mean, I, I, Calvin's a little right because even just saying nails on ch- chalkboard is like a phrase. So people yeah. all accept that that's not a great noise yeah. Yeah. or a great thing that creates that noise. That's true. Yeah. That That's something we can all stand behind, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and in front of and next to, except for Anna. And What's the one that everybody's like the new trendy one that's a phobia? Uh, COVID? <laughs> uh, Have you heard of it? <laughs> Coronavirus? Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Um, yeah, everybody is afraid of it, and it, you can't see it. So, yeah. I think but she I'm meant more like cuff jeans a- or something. No, I think she meant COVID. <laughs> um, I it's the fear of many holes. Many holes. holes, like in what? Oh, you know what's funny? I okay, this is gonna be very strange. So, uh, this sounds very familiar to me because my uh, my comedian friend, this was years ago, she did a show at um, the bar, this bar, Freddy's bar that I do used to do shows at every Monday. And there was this guy who, like, is a painter, he's a very good painter, but he paints a lot of weird stuff. 
And like he did this thing where like the theme was about like circles and holes. And so she got on stage and was like starting to perform, but then she started noticing the paintings that had all these like weird like circles and holes and skulls. And she had like a panic attack on stage. And she was like, it just Whoa. freaks me out. I can't oh look God. at like holes like that. And I never <laughs> heard <laughs> it was it was just so interesting because I'd never heard or have seen that before. And so I guess is that now like a new thing? Is that trending? I I just want to say like how Heartily, Carolina laughed at that while she's like <laughs> sitting on her throne of tomatoes. <laughs> because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I just looked it up. It's called tripophobia. It hmm. is a fear discussed closely packed holes. Um, actually, my friend Roger thinks he has it. Oh, yeah, um, I think I have that. I don't like the photos I'm getting. I don't like them. Wait, okay, yeah. Lotus seed pods. Um, it's it's like, like try. Like, why don't you give it a try? Try and then pop mm-hmm. and then hobia. That's how you spell it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah, that kind of looks weird. You see, no one likes it. I think it, it looks kind of cool. I mean, like, not to eat. Oh, oh, it's go to image. Ass. Go to image. Uh, Google image. And it's like, ah. Ugh, I don't like Those this at all. Damage. This is just like the, uh, cutting a tomato sideways. <laughs> uh, well, are there holes involved in that? Yes, oh, because like it's seeds. cut. Yeah, but it's cut. Oh, ew, gross. Sorry. Ew. <laughs> ew. It's like a whole face of holes. Oh, no. no. I don't like this. <laughs> no, uh-uh. it's uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> that one is I gross. I don't hate it. Like, I think it's kind of cool. Like, you have honeycomb. the opposite. You're into uh, it. I like this mm-hmm. this trigger, lotus seed pods. Like that never I've never come across a lotus seed pod. <laughs> um strawberry Lucy. seeds. That's a big one. That's that's fine. Strawberry oh, seeds are that's fine. fine. Yeah. No, it's the other stuff. I I actually so I mean I wouldn't it is kind of a fear, but I don't like images where eyes are not where they're supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen those when like people will Photoshop like extra eyes on a person's face? That <laughs> always, it, it grosses me out and scares me. I don't I like mean, it. I mean, that sounds like this phobia. Yeah. Yeah, no, we all yes. have this. Wow. It's I'm obvious. I'm sure you guys. I like actively did that to you. I like trolled you into <laughs> typo, tri, tri-phobia. Tripo, tripo. They say even socks with holes can trigger some people. Oh, that's that's a lot. All right, but I can never date again. (laughs) Okay, that's irrational. (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) yes, no. A lot of my socks have holes in them, so I I had to learn in fear. I I don't know. I I I I'm used to that now. But the one thing I've noticed is that John does not have a single fear. Why is that? I know you, you, you've got to have one. There has to be no. one. No. Uh, well, I think we talked about this offline. John is afraid of sitcoms. He's like very <laughs> definitely afraid. Whenever it's four friends who want to hang out together in a house, John is freaked out and gets high. <laughs> and he cannot handle it. That's no, true. no, no. And I told you, I'm not afraid of sitcoms. I don't <laughs> like them. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> I also don't have, like dying no, from a plane. But <laughs> they have no power over me. I mean, I don't really have a lot of I don't think any of my fears are irrational. They're pre- I'm a pretty rational person, so I don't really have any quirky 
shit going on about food or holes or i mean i don't want to die in a plane crash i don't think that's that i mean i don't i don't really like flying i just kind of grin like just try to go into a like a a zone when i'm on a plane like i try really hard to go into a trance by reading a book or focusing on anything other than the fact that I'm on a plane, but that's not, I don't think that's that irrational because you're going to, you have more of a chance of dying in a car wreck, but most people in a plane crash die, which is not right. true of most people in a car accident, you know, but I'm no, not saying cones. like the stats actually say that you should be more afraid of being in a car because people die yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah but yeah, but people right because there's more car accidents, right? And there's more but, cars, yeah. Right, but yeah. how many people survive a car accident? Just because you're in a car accident doesn't mean you're going to die. But I'm sorry, have you heard of a lot of people uh, parachuting out of crashing airplanes? <laughs> no. Well, in World Let's War II, yeah. that was a common image. Oh, so Calvin came at you with history. <laughs> Calvin, I, I know you were in World War II, I guess. I know you're a little bit older, but I missed that one. Well, you know, when I was fighting against the Iron Cross and all that, it was a rough time. Oh, that's a I local mean, well, band, actually. <laughs> I mean, I'd take a parachute on a plane. Why, why not? I mean, I'll probably die in the ocean, but I'd take one. So, wait, John, are you afraid of, like, insects then because you know a lot of you are afraid of like you know either usually like bugs or bears or you know other kinds of animals i mean i'm pretty afraid of bears because i don't want to get eaten by a bear but i think that's pretty mm. rational John, i don't love bugs that's for sure you know what i'm hearing i'm hearing that you're afraid of intimacy <laughs> <laughs> we finally diagnosed him finally where's that bell that I mean, we meant meaning to ring if you're not gonna run and hug that bear, then we have a lot. We have a long road ahead of us. I have to say, I have to say, I recently rewatched that movie, um, The Edge, with Alec Baldwin, where the bear is chasing him through the woods. Do you know this movie? Anyway, it's no. Fr- it's, no. it's available for free on YouTube right now, which tells you how I've been spending my night. So I'm disclosing too much, but it's a really cool movie. But it's literally like a bear a bear eats one of them which is pretty traumatic to watch and i definitely had a nightmare that night about a bear chasing me and eating me for sure so that's a real fear if i but i'm not going to be in the woods with alec baldwin so i don't think i'm going to get chased by a bear so what is this just john is more self-adjusted than everybody else no yes finally someone (laughs) said it God. Wait, do, do any of you guys have a fear of death? Like Anna, are you afraid of death? Uh, I guess I'm afraid of drowning because I'm not a very strong swimmer. But is that more just like knowing your shortcomings and just having a fear like, mm, this might not bode well for me if I decide <laughs> <Right>. to go? <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about it. Like, not always thinking about it, but sometimes I go through spells when I think about it too much. And I like lay in bed at night so much that I'm just like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep thinking about this anymore. I think it started around March of 2020 Uh uh (laughs) when I had so much time to myself. And, and then I started realizing, man, I'm about to reach my, the middle of my life soon. And so, so that this is what happens. 
Um, Carolina, that's weird. It's almost like you're describing a midlife sort of crisis. Fear, a midlife fear. A midlife fear. I. Mm, Maybe, maybe that might be it. I don't know, but I, I just think maybe that I don't know the the pot I smoked was too strong. Maybe. Oh, that. now she's trying to make herself cool in the story now, even though she's sleeping. She's like, I might die this way next to her tomatoes. Like, Roll a nice patty though. And you're like. <laughs> Not a fatty. A lot of us spent, I think that COVID, everyone was awake at night contemplating like the meaning of their life and death, you know, because really we, I think so, so many of us spent so much of the year. It's like, it brings out the fear of dying alone, which is like generally everyone's fear, you know, and nothing is like COVID, COVID did that it was like now go to sleep oh but covid thoughts you know yeah Yeah. i think especially more when you're in a big city like new york city as opposed to being like in the middle of nowhere where it's not as tangible as like hey a few miles uh, uh, away there was uh, refrigerated trucks full of uh, dead bodies you know last year Uh, yeah that was not yeah that was actually that was me. <laughs> that was that was Calvin. Calvin, you were the refrigerated truck. Oh yeah. <laughs> Calvin, you were a driver. No, but I, uh, <laughs> I know. I lived uh, that 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 happened. The refrigerated truck full of dead bodies was at a funeral home that is three blocks away from where I live now. Jeez, oh, Louise. God. It was very creepy because I remember. I, so there's a Dollar General around there that I like going to, <laughs> and Dollar General is like <laughs> right next door. And I remember at the time being like, "Oh, there's a lot of trucks parked out here. This is kind of weird." But are they, I are they, they filming delivering- something? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a movie about Dollar General. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know, and then like later on, I saw like the news article about it, and I was like. Oh holy shit! That's not like delivering, you know, Pringles and <laughs> low price fabuloso. It, this is like actual dead bodies in there. That's horrifying. Yeah. Also, you can't escape a plague. You know, like even if we're like here in 2020, like feel like a very modern post plague time. There's still there's still plague. There's a, still a man that has to like drag a bunch of bodies somewhere. Right. Yeah. And it's Calvin, apparently. Yeah. I mean, he's been interviewing all week. uh, So we heard. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, look, I got to pick up some dollar toothbrushes and then I just got (laughs) to drag this body. (laughs) He's just staying clean. He's staying hygienic. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say one of my other fears. Oh, yes. What's your other fear, Ed? uh, Becoming a person that overshares on Facebook. Oh, oh God. But we overshare here on this podcast. Yeah, that's why we don't need Facebook. No, but like I feel like when you overshare on Facebook, it's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. It's like yeah, yeah, you're really. kind of like writing your own little Newsweek, a newspaper Newsweek. Um, you're writing your own <laughs> little newsletter, and like no one's asked you to do so. It's like right. here are my top five favorite movies, and then it goes on for like 
I don't know, half your feed. And you're like, thank you, guy that I met once at a bar. <laughs> I'm glad that I know your top <laughs> right. five Stanley Kowalski like, movies. Um, <laughs> and I think a lot of people ended up there. They Like, a lot of people were like, oh, that would never be me. I don't post shit like that. And then this year, it's like everyone gave in to that fear. They just became that person who's like, here's a, a story that nobody asked for. It's like everyone mm-hmm. addressing their fans yeah. to my to my fans. Hey, you guys, just <laughs> wanted to give you an update. And I, I, you know, the more I read them, I'm like, what update? We're all doing the same thing. Nothing. How did you turn this into a story? <laughs> right. That is true. That's why I can't go on Facebook anymore. Um, I've deactivated and activated my account like 20 times. Uh, just, but every time I go on there, I, I always end up activating it by accident because of something I got to look up. I find out that somebody I used to know died or something. I'm like, I got to go see for <laughs> sure. Really, uh, I need to go see. It correlates with all your fears right now. <laughs> it's all coming together. And, and so I get back on it and then there's like three posts about something and then someone's calling out another person and then that person's uh, responding and then next thing you know there's a screenshot of that person blocking that person. I'm like, why am I in the middle of this? And I so like I leave you again. And Calvin, you and Calvin seem to have a lot of stories about being people like being like, and then they called out so and so and so and so. And me and John have more stories of people being like, so it's really hard to like get up and, you know, every morning and, and go to stop and shop. And, <laughs> and, you know, I feel like we have like a very like maybe older audience in our Facebook group. And you guys seem to have like a young, like out for blood kind of. No, vibe. they're not young. I think, no, they're not. But like they're a lot out of them are 50, blood. let's be honest. But they're like, I think that the problem is that we, I think because we just have a lot of like specifically standard comedians, but also all kinds of comedian entertainers in our feed, like, they tend to be very histrionic about things. Like, I feel like the things that I'll see on Facebook are like, this is something that was valid that happened. Like, for example, like there was this um, lady who was pre- lying about being Latina for years, and she's just white. Oh. And so, oh, like, like they Alec Baldwin's wife or something? Actually, what's funny is that the comedian literally did a sketch about that, pretending to be hilarious, and then like, and then someone else called her out. Was like, "But you lie about being Latina, so are you, did you really just say this?" It was great drama. I love that. But like, <laughs> well, sometimes wow. it gets. Uh, we should go because it's gonna go. This is gonna get too far, too far, and too evil. And then next thing you know, we're, I'm reporting all you guys. By the way, on Facebook, and, and Anna's got to log into her Facebook and post something, and I've got to log in and look up Calvin's birthday. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of those uh, surveys about myself. That is a hundred questions. It's like, when's oh the last God. time you drank milk? And I'll be like, mm, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> we should go. <laughs> On that note, fear that, fear that every day tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh yeah, every day tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>